Should I stop recording until you're ready? Do what you must. What does that mean? Are you ready? Do what you must. So you ready? I don't know what that means. What you must. What is you must? I, what I must do is make sure everyone's ready. So are you ready? Uh, if you're ready, if you hit the button, I'm ready. Three. No, the button's already been pressed. I'm asking should I stop it if you're going to fix something. Start the recording. All right. Recording has not stopped. Welcome back. to our six months late favorite five of 2022 uh joined obviously by brian we got randall mm-hmm. as well okay you took too long brian you're not in the you're focusing on audio you took, you took too long to say it to me i know yeah you did just be ready what the hell are you on about <laughs> what happened randall said um I thought when I first, when I initially logged on, I thought I saw um, Kelsey on here. Was he on here earlier? No, it just, you know how it rings for people and it shows like, oh, these guys might come in because it's ringing, like the the call. Yeah. It's just going to show that, yeah, until the timeout happens, so. I really do need to zoom out. I'll do that for next time, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so 2022 was awesome in terms of entertainment, right? Now that we're talking about it. Why did I say six months? It's only April. I don't know why that was June. Well, almost five months, so also not particularly uh, relevant. But did you guys fill out every category, or do you guys have some empty here? Fill out every category. Lit. Did I do that correctly? I don't even know if I did. It don't matter. I guess I'll just ask you guys. What do you guys want to start with in terms of uh, categories? It's supposed to be for TV shows, music, games, and movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Does that sound any different? No, you sound worse, actually. To me. I don't know what... Yeah, I hear you fine. I don't know. Anthony, come over here and and so what? Brando, right click my name and tell me if you have me at two hundred percent. I have control over you. Over right what you hear and tell me what you see. Uh, say something now. Right click me and tell me what percentage you have it at. Okay, now you sound good. Before it was at one fifty. Well, there's your problem. That'll do it. That boosts the shit out of me. To point to fifty percent extra gain. User, I didn't know that there was a user volume for each person. Yeah, so so people don't like like um take advantage. So why why was at default? Why is it all the way up to two hundred or one fifty? It might have been a previous call we were on, and he might have sounded low to you, so you increased him. But I didn't even know about this feature, so I'm pretty sure I didn't change this. It doesn't start at 150. Let I, me tell you that yeah, much. I can tell you that. Default's not 150. I can tell you that. Right? What is it? 100. 100. Which is, oh. yeah. Like, so, I sound, so I sound good or, or still meh? 
You still sound no, no, great. Now you sound good. Now you sound good. Okay. What do you, what number do you have, man, Anthony? At a hundred. Like I I don't change it unless they're like blah yelling into the ear, and I'm like, okay, I gotta lower you. But he doesn't yell unless he gets passionate about Sagat. <laughs> Mm. So I'm guessing you must turn me up to 200. You're at 100 for me. Oh. But yeah, if there was... I have you at 150. Oh. Mm -hmm. Because I'm assuming you're doing this. I appreciate the the mute when you're moving the mic. (laughs) Because I don't don't know why it does that. Don't you have... I see you have the thing, so it it shouldn't make that much noise. It's probably the wind of me swinging it. Oh, right. Okay. You're right. Shoot. Anyway. What are we talking about? The categories. Um, do we want to jump right in or do you want, do you want to play some catch up here on what we've been doing for the past six, four months? I think we did a podcast episode for the, for the, oh yeah, we did for the, um, what was it? The Game Awards predictions. The last episode we had was that we did the game award prediction. And that, that was, was eleven a... months ago. No, that was January, right? I was scra- scraping the rust four months ago, January. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I'm like, it shouldn't have been that long, but anyway, I've been doing nothing but gaming, right? And watching a bunch of movies too. And slowly, um, getting into a, a physical media collection habit for some reason and boy haven't I, i've been expanding that and speaking of which i've been doing since i've been collecting vinyls as well like one of my favorite you know albums and stuff i've been li- listening to music differently because of it and i'm like when the albums come out i'm like i gotta like all of this to justify getting the whole not all of it majority of it before i justify getting like a, a vinyl for the for the album which i don't know if that's a better way to look into not reviewing but you know giving your opinion on a on a project or not, but it's just another way to appreciate and support. What was I gonna say? Um since I saw cannons on Drink Coach oh we also Coachella happened. So I I was there metaphysically. Uh what was I gonna say? I heard Cannon's new uh, track. I think she debuted it on or they debuted it on Coachella first and then it came out on what's it called? Or I don't know what the order was. And it reminded me that I need to get that vinyl as well. I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, Fever Dream? But I'm all about it. And I went to go check um, to see if there's any way I can snag a Frank Ocean one. And 100 something. Second hand? You wish it's 100 something. Second hand? It's like thousands, like hundreds. You can get blonde on Amazon for 100 something. Let me. Are you for real? I sort of. I, I, every day I look at it, I'm like, should I? And then I say, not yet. Blonde vinyl. That's insane. Oh yeah, it's one eighty. I'm sorry. If you go, to, I I went to a this a site called Discogs, like discography, but like shortened. Don't get it confused with Discogs. That's a different type of site. Plural. Uh, yeah, and it's a nice database of music stuff, like a musical database. But you can it's like a marketplace there. You can get secondhand vinyls or brand new vinyls and stuff, and it, it costs way more than one hundred seventy nine on there. So this is probably your best option for blonde. I was looking to see if I can get blonde. I need blonde. I only have two right now because it's an expensive hobby. That's the one you gave me. Uh, 
Edwards and Heartbreak, and then I have uh, Ivory. Oh, I don't know you had Ivory. I need to get Ivory. Yeah, yeah. it's like 30 bucks. If, if you don't find it on sale, it's like 30 bucks each. You know what upsets me, too? This week in the past, one of the days was National Record Store Day. And yeah, the day after. That was I was gonna mention if you wanted to go uh, check it out, check out the record shop that I went to with Jan that one time. I, not on that day, but this weekend, but the last weekend, they have a, a a pretty good selection of stuff. Whenever you wanna go, I'm down. It's a small little spot. It only it's like owned by like two, three people. It opens from like eleven and closes like at six or something. So like you're there for only it's only open for a little bit. I guess I can shout them out. Uh, I don't have my phone on me. Wow, I really don't. There it is. I forgot what they're called. I don't see prices on the site for blonde. I have to double check. It's called Smart Punk Shop. Record Shop. Or I'm sorry, Smart Punk's Record Shop. So shout out to them because I know they're going to be listening to this. I mean, whenever you release it, just at them. They at me all the time. They want me to perform there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have this number one single. I can't it's sing it on here. Store. Who does? People, you just shout it out, freak. Oh, I thought you were still looking at Discogs. I'm not. I'm both. But I'm scrolling through that one site. And I'm, I'm. But I think the any prices. The online shop they have, I thought, was like stuff that they published or like produce or something. I'm fucking. Know. That's what I'm trying to figure out now. Oh. Freak. Me a freak. Yep. Okay. Artist F, you know I'm here. Oh, they tribe, twenty five bucks. I can wait. Do they have a? They have a lot. They have my favorite album. I mean, they might have it in person. Like, I don't know if their online um, catalog matches one to one with what they have in store. So, they had a Dell. You got a Dell? I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting stuck on A. I need to go to F. Oh, there's, there's multiple, there's, okay, there's multiple pages. Yeah, there's a, they even have like a bunch of bins you can just sift through. That too far. What, you in like the letter T now? Literally. Knew it. Oof, excuse me. What was I going to mention? On this site, they're on Frank Ocean. Randall, did you ever read um, The Last Ronin? Doesn't sound familiar. Damn it, then I should have gotten you that. I was, it, was, it was between Jedi or this comic book that I thought you really like. It's about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and uh, something bad happens to the fam, and the only person left is Raphael, and he's called The Last Ronin. It was a... Um... Hello? I thought it was a video... A video. No, I'm thinking of something else. I know I've seen pictures of that. I thought oh. for a reason that I saw. It. Well, no, it was it wasn't a video, but it was like an alternate timeline where that happened. You know, um, this this animated movie that I saw. Just a minute. Did they make an animated movie of of Last Ronin? Well, what happened was um, all of them did die except for one of them, but it wasn't Raphael. It was Leonardo. Was the last one. And um, basically, he had to go back in time in order to prevent it. 
The website's not even loading up. Oh, it's a fan animation, I think. I think, is my internet busted? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All the Vince Staples vinyls are sold out. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Literally, no website is working right now. No, no. Never mind, now it's working. I don't know what's going on. You're welcome. What are you, like a tech god? Todd. Oh, my apologies. Oh, did I not? No, it doesn't matter. I'll fix all of that stuff later. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, Last Ronin stuff. So it was, was it a fan animation that you saw? No, it was an actual uh, movie. Then, movie. then I have to look into it. Anywho. Damn, some of this stuff I gotta look up for my answers here. Who the heck is this guy? Oh, I need to look up the fucking document. Oh, that you wrote? Yeah, I didn't know we were doing that still. <laughs> but it's mine's filled out. I mean, that's fine. Anywho. Um, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been up to, man. Collecting physical stuff for some reason. Uh, doing some, you know, offline single-player gaming. Using my consoles more, definitely, because now... Because before I was just like, man, why did I spend all that? Why did I waste time trying to get this console and then not play anything on it? So I've, I've been buying like single player stuff on Xbox and PS5. Anywho. What about you guys? You guys got any any updates for the fans out here? Not yet, just shitting and wiping every day. That's good. That's a pretty good thing to do every day. Just me. You know, past what? How long you say? Four months? Three it's... months? Just shit. Wake up, shit and wipe. Pretend to sleep. Back shit at it. Shit wipe again? Okay. Shitting and wiping. And shitting's not a... That's in dub right there. You guys know what it is. If you know, you know. So is shitting and wiping not a good thing? Hey, you can do whatever you wanted to be. That light just died. I was gonna ask if that, like, if I thought something bad was gonna, I thought like you lost connection and it was just gonna be all gone. Well, I guess this doesn't charge fast enough for how much water it uses. Old well. That's now fine. You get, now you get the cinematic view of me. Yeah. You know we progress. You know sometimes you're shitting, sometimes you're wiping, but that goes to show you it happens live. So is this a wiping section or a shitting section? Uh, me moving forward is the wiping part. I see. And then the light going out shitting. I understand everything now. Just made it up. Made that up too, so. Yeah. You don't call us the... Merch. Just right here on the on the chest. On this part of the chest, just put S and W. And then put like in like fancy font. Shitting and wiping? That's what it means. I see. All right, Randall, you're on that? Thanks. On what? You're making a shirt. A fan... A podcast shirt that says S and W, and then with the finest um, font family or typography, I need you to write shitting and wiping. Jeez. You can add G's afterwards too. That's it. Yeah. You can. Yeah. It could be you posing like the damn cover by Kendrick, and it just says G's on your shirt. This is easy. This this, 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 
That's two yes. free shirts right there. And what have Brian been doing? Just shin wiping and merchandising. That's what I'm doing. And it rhymes. And we have AI, so we can just deep fake Randall's face onto the cover of Kendrick Lamar's thing. So there you go. Hmm. We can each have one. So Anthony's would be Das, and him looking like that. Mine would just be Welp, and Randall's would be G's or Dag. That's true. I'm gonna see if I can look into doing that. I I still have it installed too. I mean, it's an old version of uh, Stable Diffusion, but. I'd have to update it, and I can just do some in painting. Kelsey's would say Tuesdays. Oh, that's true. His would either Tuesday or um. That's nice, or some something was like that's nice, or like a dismissive thing he would say. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, his would say uh, Lenthus. That's a throwback. I guess. Yeah. Sorry, I almost vomited on my mic. Scream it. Technically, after we premiere this, anywho, um, all right. Or if we if we don't want to, if we're done with the catch up here, we still the same idiots, right? Uh, no disrespect, Randall. I, I just lump everybody who's associated with me with as an idiot. Um, that's a, how many people is that? Like seventeen people are associated with me. Should be. If we make a platoon out of that. I mean, I guess it'd be everybody you work with is associated to you by like that's the true. company itself, and they're definitely gonna watch this. So and then everybody in your like the community that you live in, and then anyone in your city, you go Orlandians or your Floridian. So they're associated with you as well because you're Floridian. Mm-hmm. So really, it's a lot more people than you thought. That's true. You said in my city, and it reminded me of Drake. Did that? Did search and destroy grow? Search and rescue grow on you, or no? I already forgot it. Oh damn, that shit just grew on me, dude. I've only listened to it like when it came out, and then I kind of moved on. Oh no, I I had when I heard Search and Rescue from from Drake, I heard, I heard it. I'm like, this is kind of silly, but I history shown that all the all of his silly songs, if I heard it enough times, it's gonna be my new thing. So I'm like, let me add it to my play to my 2023 playlist, and it comes on randomly, and I'm like, and I'm just start popping off. I'm like, I made a good choice. I gotta listen to it again. I think I only heard it once. It's, it's silly. It's silly fun. And every time he says the, uh, you know, I'm a pitbull, but dale mame, I'm like, mm-hmm. kill it. <laughs> kill it. It's so silly. Uh, there's going to be a lot of us today because I'm, I'm starting to get into the groove of this thing, you know? Got a transition? Yeah. To what? Did you tell me? I felt like, I felt like you were going to segue there. Give me seg vibes. Someone messaged us. Not making it tonight, boys. Not making it tonight. Sorry, boys. I'm gonna put sad face. I'm gonna do crying face. What the hell did you just share? It's like okay. <laughs> it's like a a pig head. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, in Resident Evil Four, you have one of those enemies. That, oh, Brian, you know you fucking blew him up with dynamite. So, uh, the the hog head dudes. That's what I thought you just. Like shared. I still need to play that on my save. Besides the, doing the settings. Yeah, but you know the tech now. If you do mercenaries, like you got to lab it out. So, what was I gonna say? Yeah, we can speak on that too. Like we have a bunch of stuff we've been playing. I don't know. I mean, we can run through the. I don't know. I, yeah, there's so much to talk about now since you're a leader, and you know the thing about me. So, 
What was I gonna say? That's not that's more merch you can make too. I need to start writing this shit down. Do you ever record or you don't even write it down? It's because if I record it, I won't write it down. You see how that makes sense? Let me do this real quick. You're gonna clip it? Shit. What? Oh, I should. What am I doing, dude? I should definitely be recording this. Or having my stuff ready for clips that I didn't. Thank you for reminding me. Slacking, bro. Is there any news on Hades 2 yet? Besides what nope. they've shown? Okay. Because I just opened up my Keeps. I opened up my Google Keep, uh, the site, and I have a list of uh, display art I wanted to grab, and one of them is Hades 1. I check almost every day on Steam. To see if they're going to... Any news. Any news at all? Gotcha. I mean, we'll pick up... you'll probably see the news on Twitter before you see it on Steam. Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, I know is, merch. Like, I said to, like I said to you, uh-huh. I think August is Evo time. That could be grand finals of whatever game at Marvel. But land the, the, the tournament winning combo, and I see with my phone propped up notification Hades 2 available for early access. Gone. I'm dropping that combo, and I'm going to go download that. Yeah. That tournament. Yeah. Those are facts. Those are Ooh, hard facts. Single shit. Hard facts, bro. Let me do this. So we have, we have shirt ideas. What was it? Uh, it's S and W. S and W. That's true. Wiping. We got uh-huh. Randall posed like Kendrick Lamar and it says G's, or you and it says Das, whatever the fuck you want to say. And then Ramon can just be Welp. And yeah. Kelsey says uh, lol. That's true. But his is gonna be the L U L. And then you had another yeah. one too just now. And then uh, the, the thing, thing about me. me. Thing about me. And then from like, and then what we can do is like the front part will say the thing about me dot dot dot, and on the back, it'll say the I'm down for whatever. We can also do this. Remember the sound of me saying Diablo, but in the in reverb. Snake. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, hold on. I don't know where I saved it. You can continue now. I'll just post it in this podcast call. I don't know if Randall overheard it. I could have sworn you played it for us, but I don't know who I am. Oh, that's okay. Well, Dale, mommy. And then we get sued by Drake. Speaking of sued by Drake, I guess we've all we've all heard the AI version of that track, the Weekend Drake one. No, I didn't bother. Sorry. Oh, damn, that sucks. It just nailed, it just it sounds like it's something it could be from, right? Even if they were just like messing around. Which is great. What was I going to mention? Stuff we played and stuff. I'm currently going through Going Under, which has been pretty addicting. I thought I was going to finish it yesterday on the stream, but then it hit me with the, hey, you're halfway there. And I just didn't want to live on a prayer anymore, so I'll see what... You got it? You good? Yeah. Okay. I was listening, though. I don't even know if the if OBS picked that up. That was a murder. Burping? Yeah. I don't know. Anywho, well, if that's the case, then we can we can get we can get right into this, right? But the question is: music, games, or movies and TV? What do you guys prefer? The thing about me, Anthony. Yeah, okay, Randall. Do you have a, a do you have a? I have no preference. Jesus, 
I mean Jesus. Sorry, I can't drop that in the first. Well, however, you minutes. like you're saying Jay Z, like Jesus. I don't know if AI can. The cares. That's like, like I think he said Jesus, and they're gonna block me. Jesus. Yeah. Trust me. I start moving that. I'm trying to find the sound. I don't remember where I put it, but continue. You can ask Carly Rae Jepsen about the sound. She's gonna call it maybe. Hmm. No, there's. She has a song called "The Sound." Yeah. From okay. from the Julian album, I think it is. I don't even. It's called. I don't know if it's called Julian. Carly Rae Jepsen albums. Fuck did I say? I thought it was called Julian. Come and rescue me. Am I thinking of the wrong person? I think you're just singing Drake at yourself. Oh yeah, it's called I'm sorry, it's called Dedicated. It's not called Julian. Julian's the track in it. You're crazy, man. Okay. So, so let's start. I think we could start with music, right? Since we're we're on the topic of music here. Our favorite our fave five music. Let's start with oh, someone messaging me something. Going on here, oh, got it. Um, what was I gonna say? Should we start with? I guess we should start with what favorite vocals. Let's start with like the voice, right? I want to. I want Randall to kick things off with his favorite vocals. Who do you got on there? On your? Do you want to do all of them or one at a time? Asking me or the group? The group. I mean, you're part of the group, so technically the answer is yes to both those questions. Um, I honestly don't know. Um, then then let's do the, let's do all of them. Then one go. What's your your fave five? Your fave five vocal. Do you have them in order, Anthony? No, I made sure to just put them on there. Oh, really? That's why I said fave five. Yeah, it's just your favorite. It doesn't. You don't have to order. If you have them ordered. That's that's more. That's that's more. I, you that's, did extra credit, right? Yeah, I aged an extra year because that's what I did. You oh, but you didn't age twenty years like Darkest Dungeon, so you're fine. These are um just to confirm, these are 2022 releases, right? I hope so, Randall. If you hit me with some Trina or something, we can't, you know. Who was that? Wait, did treat? Did I say? Is that correct, Trina? That's a person, Brian. Back me up. No, it's not her. I don't um, think. Oh, so I have The Weeknd, Dawn FM. Uh, Randall, whoa, back up. Favorite vocals? Yeah. Music, okay, from, right? Yeah, but from what What track? You just said the entire album. Oh, I thought we could choose an album with a, or a song or whatever we wanted. I didn't know we had to choose a song. We have a category... We have a category for albums, a category for tracks, a category for instrumental, and a category for vocals. Oh, okay. I didn't um I wasn't privy to that. Is that a in a document? Yeah, it sure was, man. Okay. So So then what you have is just favorite albums. Um pretty much, yeah. Okay. That's fine. The the extra ones were the ones that you needed to have were the albums. Or for the music section, all you needed to have the required homework, right, was the albums. 
the extra ones is if you're trying to, you know, give some roses to people who didn't make the cut or, you know, whatever the case is. So if you don't have favorite vocals, that's fine. You can sit this one out real quick. Brian, what's your favorite, your, your favorite five vocals? We'll get to the album. I'm going to go top to bottom. So I organize these. What does that mean? Top to bottom, like number one spot or number five spot? I'm sorry. I meant the other way. I already fucked that up. Yeah. Bottom to top. All righty. Freaking out. That's the shit in part. And I'm wiping. I'm going to go forward. All right. Let me move my mic. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I guess number five was, I don't know, Yuritsa y su esencia. Uh, it's, it's like some what? Uh, Hispanic uh, band, but I don't know if the kid is, if it's like a really young kid or he just has a high pitched voice, but it's a song called De Halloween. Okay. Good, good vocals. I usually don't like this kind of music, but something about a kid sing yelling at me, I like them. But it was like a cumbia type of song or. I just, gotta, I gotta, you just gotta listen to it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Imagine, you know the song, the the new Bad Bunny song? Yeah. So imagine if it was kind of that style, but for the most part, just guitar and a guy singing. Oh, I could probably get into that, because, I mean, that song took me by surprise. When that dropped, I'm like, that's not... Even before Bad Bunny got on the... On the on the feature, like, it sounded great. So I'm like, hey. I can, I can send it to you right now if you want. I mean, yeah, whenever I'll, I'll, I'm, I can, you know, I'll do my research. I'll do my uh, exploring. Let me move forward and then I'll send it to you. I'll okay. just send you every one of these songs if you haven't heard it. Number four, Lizzie McAlpine chem, uh, Chemtrails. It's like singer songwriting kind of indie. It's like a, I don't remember what the song's about off the top of my head right now. But it's, it's very mellow, and she does a good job uh, performing that. Uh-huh. I'll send you that if you haven't heard it. It's a solid album. It's like an EP. Even, uh, what's her name's brother's on it? Phineas? Oh, okay. I know he yeah. dropped a project. Is it part of his project, or? Part of uh, her project. Oh, okay. Um, number three. It's the weekend song, but Jim Carrey's part of Phantom Regret. Oh, okay. I mean, that's like him. That shit. That spoken word stuff works. He didn't have to do any, any singing on that. The first time I heard that, I saw my body from the outside. Yeah. I, I was like, it actually made me reflect on my own life. Good job, Jim. Uh, second one, number two, I should say, Rosalia with uh, uh, Sakura. Oh, okay. It's it's like flamenco style singing. I, the only nitpick is that it's she only has a live version, but she goes off. She's way too fucking talented as a singer. I mean, you saw her set at um, I saw her Coachella. Set at Coachella. She, uh, if she can hear me, release uh, a recorded version of you covering Hero by Ricky Iglesias. Yeah, whoever she needs to talk to at the label to clear that whatever, do it now. That shit went off. The whole, the whole performance I liked. I liked her set. Yep. Good shit. Uh, and number one is Omar Apollo with Evergreen. Oof. That's a good one. When he goes... I'm not gonna do it now. You'll hear him do it better when he does the add all repeating. Uh-huh. Add all yeah. did, did I show you uh Buff Corel do it? No. He covers it. The rest of it's hilarious, but when he gets to that part he hits it. Oh, okay. I, I bet he had that one on lock and he's like, I can't do the rest, but I'm gonna make content out of this. The Just so he gets could... when he gets to the add all. Mm-hmm. Cleaned it. That's those are my vocals in order. Okay. Then I'll, I'll do mine. Mine has no specific order again because I didn't want to go. I didn't want to lose. What is it? A year of my life deciding on some of these bangers. 
2022 has some really good projects. So, um, where can I start off with vocals? Uh, I don't know if you ever anyone heard of the the artist named Q, just the letter Q. Uh, he had a song called Today. Excellent. He has a certain vibe and aesthetic that I'm glad I ran into him because even the new stuff he's releasing this year is pretty on point. Uh, Midnight River by Pink Sweat and Black. Uh, Pink Sweat does great job vocally there to you know set the mood, uh, you know, make you make make you loving, making make you in a loving mood. What else I'm gonna mention? What is this boop boop for? What's going on here? The song of the the oh, okay kid singer, and then you're gonna get another one from Lizzie Al- McAlpine. I wonder if that comes through the the. Can you send it to see? I want to see if it comes through the uh, the stream, like as in the record the recording. Yeah, it does. Oh well, people know when I'm getting sent stuff. Do you want me to not send until after next? Oh wait, actually, that's my fault. I could just do. I can just enable streamer mode. That's on me. Had it on. Yeah, that's on me. It's kind of lacking. Nine K. Sure did. Um, what am I doing? Oh, uh, I talked about Q. No, I said Midnight River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, you got yeah, caught you in six K. I did. Uh, third here we got Late Night Talking by Harry Styles because I just that sounds like a great song. I'm not a I'm not an artist or a singer or anything, but I that is a song you can perform on stage and have a lot of fun with it, and he does a great job on it. Uh, Leave You Alone by LMA. That is some solid R and B. And she hits some emotional notes. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, 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 tra- it teleports you to like, what is it, 90s type of music? Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, and you're in there. Yeah. The it slaps. That's such an easy bop. I hope, he, I've never seen the video, but I hope at some point he does a smile while playing guitar, looking at the camera. Now I'm after this. I'm gonna see if I can look up the uh, the music video. Anywho, all right, that's our five, our fave five here. So Randall vocals. to confirm. Oh yeah, fave five vocals. Randall to confirm. You have albums only, right? Yeah. Okay. So Brian, hit me with your favorite instrumentals. Fave five. In order. Okay, you have yours in order. Okay. Uh, everything on my list is in order. Gotcha. From bottom up, from five to one. Five to one. The game, Fortunate. This oh. one with Kanye. Like, it has like pencil tap. Like yeah. That shit. that shit was pretty good. Number four, Steve Lacey, Mercury. It's like very Ooh. Hispanic. And then he comes in with like the mariachi singing in the background. I mean, that's not really the instrumental, but the whole song, but I like the instrumental. That's fair. By itself. Uh, number three, Raven, Lene, Satellites. I, whenever that would come on in my 2022 playlist on Shuffle, yeah, it was the only thing I was listening to until I reached my destination. That's fair. I don't even know if I've heard that, or if I have, I don't remember it. Interesting. I'll send it to you. Yeah, you can send that. You don't have to worry about the notification sound. It'll be silenced. Um, number two, Baby Boy Pusha T. Just so you remember, oh, in the spot when he sampled that. Uh huh. Mm, just so you remember who you're dealing with. Yeah. And then number one favorite instrumental was uh, 1080p LJ. Oh, that's true. I remember that. I remember that project. Damn, mm-hmm. I thought. 
This is kind of why I like having these little subcategories because I don't have any of those on my <laughs> But you've heard. But I've heard all of them, but the the satellites, the, the I think the satellites one you mentioned. Okay. I'm going to send it. Okay. Um, but you, you heard the Mercury one, Steve Lacey? Yes, because I heard that project, okay. so I, I know Mercury. Alrighty. I can go ahead on my uh, favorite five. Instrumentals of 2022 here. Let's start off with Artifact by Phoenix. It is a... That entire project has a very consistent sound. And the Artifact uh, instrumental is very catchy. It, it's one of those that I don't want it to... I just wanted to... I can loop that all day. Just the instrumental. The, the vocals and stuff is pretty good. And it's also just a very catchy song. But Artifact by Phoenix, definitely instrumentals there. Um... This one's an easy one for me. Attention by Omalay and Justin Bieber. Mm. That reg that it's a mm. reggae beat. It's not too complex, but man, it's as soon as it comes out, I'm like, oh, I've been losing my mind. I'm it's like, whole song. Yeah, that that shit was that hit easy. Um, this one was a, a departure for me because I don't really listen to Young Blood, but the Funeral by Young Blood. I don't know why that. It reminded me of like really fun rock band days or something like I would like to play that song on rock band or whatever the case is a lot of energy high energy uh next uh something small by the Swedish house mafia in the weekend here the moth to a flame that is EDM bliss for me I don't know why weekend with the vocals and then the instrumental is such a good job of holding that song yeah uh and this Thanks one for putting my song on there. No problem, dude. I you do good work. So I try, man. When I'm not when I'm not Commissioner Gordon, I, I try to lay my vocals on anything. Open your eye. That's my favorite line of that fucking movie, dude. Uh, last but not it's, this this is not ordered, like I mentioned, but it's I'm hard pressed to find a better instrumental because of the way this instrumental starts, and it's How Long by to Tovelo, Tove Tovelu, yeah, Tovelu. Tovelu. Yeah, it starts off real like and they start to speed up and then the bass starts to hit and I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm in there. Someone's doing some sort of drug somewhere and I can tell by the music. I was thinking of a different song. I was thinking of the That's a different one, yeah. This is That one also has a really nice instrumental too, but the way how long it intros and it goes into it, I'm like, that's easy. Uh, and that's it for our favorite instrumentals. Now let's mix the two, right? What is our favorite five tracks? Okay. Don't worry, we'll get to you after this is the albums. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Your favorite five, right, your five favorite. One in order. Go for it. Raven Linnae Satellites. Oof. Actually, two. I, I get lost in that shit. Let me tell you, Jack. Walking with two fucking trophies uh, tonight. Number four. Omar Apollo, go away. Another mm. one, when that loops, or when that comes on, it loops until I reach my destination. Okay. That shit hits a different way. Surprisingly, more than Evergreen. Evergreen's the more melancholy song. Go away plays that shit. Yeah. That shit slaps, man. Number three, The Weeknd, Starry Eyes. Oh, okay. That, that is something different. Yeah, it sure is. That is a synthy version of the entire trilogy. That's yeah. what that song is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number two, I forgot how to pronounce his name. Ferduous, Ferdu, same room. I think it's Ferdu, right? Because I think you 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 said Ferdu to me when you first showed it to me. So 
did that, that that's another song when it plays it gets looped that mm-hmm. shit hits differently yeah number one favorite song of the year when stables when sparks fly oh okay that instrumental alone which i i didn't put it in instrumentals because the but, vocals help too so i mean it's a it's just an all-around good track so why would you put it telling the double entendre on it, it being a girl being a gun the instrumental what an experience vince we're destined to be friends in real life oh shit you forgot to throw in a cut in there i don't want to get stomped out oh you're right my bad me neither <laughs> on the record <laughs> all right uh i don't have I do have five. What am I? I thought I only had four on here, but my eyes tricked me. I got five on here as well. So my favorite tracks again. No, this these are not order. Uh, we start off quickly with the weekend, right? La Fama featuring Ros- uh, the Rosalie. Oh, I'm sorry, La Fama, Rosalia featuring the weekend. Yes, that weird bachata like, but it sounds like it does sound like it's farting in the background, but it just works. I don't know why. Uh, second, uh, Hotel Lobby, Quavo and Takeoff. That it's I, that is an easy. If I'm working out and that comes on, I'm lifting double the weight. No, not a problem. Yeah, dude. Uh, third, we got as it was Harry Styles. Another, yeah, easy. It can. It's like a a worm in your head. As soon as you hear it, you just be like as it was. Nerd on the floor. Yeah, you said nerd on the floor. What's your next one? My next one is a otro atardes, otro atardecer by Bad Bunny featuring the Marias. It's from his project, and that inst- the instrumental I love the how smooth it is with Bad Bad Bunny and the Marias on there. What's up, Brian? You heard her album from last year, the year before. Yeah, the one with the red um, album yeah. cover. Yeah. Okay, and then another follow up. She released a single this year in Spanish. I haven't heard that yet. It's good. Is it like this? Like this week or something? I don't remember seeing that. Like a month or two ago. Oh, then I missed it. Uh, I'll have to look it up then. I thought I was following her. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Provenza by Carol G. That mm-hmm. is an all-around smooth track where you start it and you're like, the next thing you remember is it ending. Not because it's bad, because it took you on a trip that it, it's so quick, uh, like a time travel. Like, holy shit, I, I was vibing and now it's over too quickly. So definitely Provenza, Carol G. Slaps. What's up, Brad? trying to find the song but they haven't uploaded anything to their uh youtube page in a year what maybe they're a feature oh maybe i didn't see it then maybe that's the case or they might they might not have a video up for it but that's not that's not that's not right because youtube music would have had some sort of video on there yeah i found it yes feature Nah. Still good. Still sounds like their song. Was it? Is it a feature because someone just did the instrumentals? Or is there someone else singing as well? There's another singer. Oh, okay. Here, I'm sending it. Go for it. Alrighty. And that's it. We're now in the final one. The big whammy of them. The favorite albums. Randall, this is your time to shine. Hit me with your five favorite five albums of 2022. Um, so obviously one of them you already know is going to be on here, which is the Weekend Dawn FM. I mean that's un- so, 
that don't feel like I need to say anything because I know you're going to do it just as better than I will when explaining it. So I'm going to leave that one to you to explain, but that's a given. Yep. Um, Nas King Disease 3. Okay. Um, I know that Brian don't need any, any more music from Nas, but um, I continue to support him because he, he makes some, some tracks that some tracks that I still like. Um, some of his stuff still has his old school vibe a little bit. I can still um, still mess with him. Okay, I think he um, dropped something else recently too. I don't know if it's like an old compilation album or something, but I thought he released something recently. Uh, not that I don't know. I don't know about it. Maybe he did. I'll check, and if there is, I'll just send it your way. Um, my other album is Dream. D R E E M City of Echoes. This is uh mostly like uh Synthwave? Uh I wouldn't call it Synthwave. Kinda maybe. More like um I actually don't know what category to put it in. But I know I use it for like music that I'm when I'm doing art. Um, okay. It's also good music, Brian, for driving or riding a motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. When's the last yeah, time you playlist just for that? <laughs> When's the last time you um, added to that playlist? Me? Yeah. The other day. Okay. I don't know if you it's been Let dusty here. Um, and then another one which you're familiar with is uh Fever Dream by the Cannons. Oof, yeah. So um I don't I don't know what what to say about them. Uh it's really good music. Very um vibrant in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, puts you in a good mood. Like, there's obviously there's different music that puts you in different moods. This one, uh, I think, puts me in a very positive uh, mood. And then the last one, I feel like it's kind of cheating, which you guys might not accept, which is uh, Just Blaze 2022 mix, which consists of a lot of artists' music. Um, 183 tracks to be exact. A hundred. 183. Is it like a set? Like a DJ set he did somewhere? Yeah. Where did he do it? Um, in New York. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it technically, I mean, that's a set. That's technically passes. It came out if he yeah. did, if it came last year or dropped last year. Yeah, that's so, so that's, uh. How long was the set? 183 tracks? What I'm guessing is is that he didn't play. Um, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe it maybe it was like a weekend set. Maybe it's just a collaboration of all all the days that he DJ. I don't know. Oh, and he might I mean, it might have been like a block party thing where the yeah the guests came and performed their songs or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even hear about this. Okay. Was that five? Yeah, that was five. It's just Blaze. Cannons, Dream, Nas, and The Weeknd. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. All righty. Solid, solid. Solid. What you got, Brian? That's way in order. Five to one. Oof. Brian Fire's Wasteland. Okay. Only nitpick was the the skits ran, out, ran too, a little too long for me. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it, it's not... Sonderson is the first album that I heard from him. Okay, but it's it's pretty close. 
Um, as in, no. it's better or worse? Sorry. It's I I still hold that album. Thunder sound better. Okay, so it's close as in like almost yeah, achieving still, it. Still really good. Yeah. Uh, number four, Gabriel by Keshi. Something about oh, R and B but poppy still. It's a lot. I think almost every song I heard it on this album. Oh, then it, it vibes with you though. That shit just hit different. I don't even know why. Oh, number Low key. three, Ivory Omar Apollo. Okay. I got Hispanic Frank Ocean vibes almost that entire album. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I think I've told you that before. That we had we got our Frank Ocean album and it was with this with Ivory. Mm-hmm. I would say end bilingual, but then Frank, in the midst of not releasing a whole album since 2016. At least a single that he said, the chorus he sings in Spanish. So there you go. Cayendo. But then he's like, what if that was a whole album? And that's what I got from my version. And then, yeah, I and then Omar Apollo was born. He wasn't born as a kid. He was just born from that thought or idea. Mm-hmm. Number two, Fever Dream Cannons. I think Almost our top say, three I, are the same. I can give that this. I can give the Cannons album the same review I gave Slow Rush by Tame Impala. You hit play. And then you don't know where you are in an hour. That's facts. Like when you hit that whole project, you can, like, I can't wait for that to be on vinyl. So I can just grab it and like sit down and listen to that. That, yes. that, that was gone completely. And I like the, I mean, kind of not related completely, but she sounds exactly the same live. Like the Coachella set. That I, I question because I'm like, it's, it's, it sounded like she was singing while her voice was playing in the background. Hmm. But that was weekend one. I don't know if they changed weekend two or something. But when I, I watched watch it, weekend two. then yeah, that first weekend set, I was like, it looked weird. Like there were some parts where it just didn't look like she was, um, like it, it wasn't just her vo- her live vocals. But I think everyone's doing that now, unfortunately. Yeah, they're playing the song. You can hear it even on Kitchenada's set when Ten uh, Percent was playing and Kaliuchi came out the first weekend. Uh huh. You still hear her vocal in the background and then she's singing on top of it. Then that might be what's what I what I heard then. Number one, shocker, Don FM the weekend. He keeps making the music that I've been trying to make, and I'm getting tired of my more successful variant doing all this. What if but he I mean, he just came off of like your hair or something? Like you dropped hair somewhere in radioactive like spill, and then he was born. Well, he's older than me. What do you want? It's. I like when artists put so much attention into an album and it's not just a playlist, it's an actual thematic piece that it's cohesive, it has a point, it has a story it's trying to tell, and this is almost exactly that. Um, literally the music that I've been making, a whole, a whole fucking premise behind it, something similar, and then he's like, what if I did it, but Canadian? And I'm like, alright, well, we had great, great piece, I'm, I can't wait for the next album, but this shit... This shit was looped for I think the first three months only. Oh shit! I mean that's the first. I'm gonna say my my top my fave five, but it's really my top five. And the first th- the last three years, what you just explained. Uh, my fifth and fourth one are different, but I can start here. Uh, fave al- fave fave five albums. I don't know why I called it fave fives. I can barely say it myself. Anywho, five. 2000 by Joe, by Joey Badass. He was back to his 90s like hip-hop instrumentals and him just spitting the entire time and I was just loving it. Had a bunch of like uh, hip-hop R&B stuff in there like tracks in there that was again, he nailed. I didn't listen to it. The aesthetic was there. Like the same thing like 1999 that he dropped years ago with Steve and like his old crew. 
that it's just now with just him and some some features but awesome album uh fourth coming right at the end of the year sos by SZA. dope okay. r&b tracks dope hip-hop tracks. She even uh, experimented with that it is clean if you haven't listened to that a lot of good tracks on that and like the la- next three are, is a mirror of brian's number three ivory omar apollo number two fever dream cannons which is like holy shit from begin to end it's just you hit play you leave it you let it play same with don fm the weekend you hit play you're transported to afterlife radio station it is taking you through a journey and then it ends you questioning your life and then that's you can loop it over if you want because that is what you know the the void is um and that's it those are the fake fives i don't think we were going to have our top three be the exact same ones but it's like we were caming out of the caming out of it's like we came out of the same nut so kind of unrelated did you hear the the kishinata flip of out of time Nah, I didn't get to. You mentioned it in the Discord, but I, I what was I watching at the time? There was another set that I was watching. No, I, something was was another set was happening at the same time as Kachinato's. I forgot what it was, and I was watching that instead. And then weekend two, I saw Kachinato's, but I didn't hear the. I don't remember hearing the 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 out of time flip, unless I stepped away as he was playing it or something, but. Who knows? I'll have to look it up. I'm sure it's on Coachella's live uh, YouTube channel. It's on, it's on Title. It's on YouTube. Oh, he released it. I don't know he released it's on it. Spotify. It's on all his music streaming services, it sounds like. It's on Napster. Oh, it's a good thing Napster's there. It's on LimeWire. Okay. Um, all right, that's it for the music section. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We... uh. I did not fill out all of the games one. The only ones I was able to fill out was favorite games. So it's I just like, okay. Do you want to do the games one or the movies and TV? Think about me. Not for anything. Not for whatever. All righty. Let's go with games. Right. Uh, then Brian, you can, Randall, did you fill out? Uh, I'm assuming you just filled out the favorite games then. If you didn't see the favorite, the other categories for music. Again, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see your document, so okay, that's fair. I don't know what you had on there. I just tick, tick top five for every category. That's fine. Um, then Brian will, Brian will speak to the first two categories, then we can hop in after. Brian, what are your favorite five? Your five favorite. That's what I got to do. Your five favorite backlog games. Backlog games, sorry, in order. Okay. And backlog, I took it as whatever came out before, before 2022. Correct. Okay. So five to one. Number five, Rogue Legacy 2. Ooh, good pick. I didn't finish it, but you, you kind of lose track of time. And I have a roguelike addiction. I can see that. Um, felt like just bigger and better than the first one. And I enjoyed the first one. I can, yeah, I, felt, I can get on that same boat with you. They basically took everything from the first one and just built upon it in good ways. Um, number four, Wander Song. It's it's hard to explain the game, but the premise is you're a, like some kind of bard that's told that the world's gonna end, and you have to collect a bunch of people or the resonary people or pieces to go and stop that from happening. But the comedy is like like dumb comedy, like it's like 
punny but stupid and then everything's colorful and then the entire time you can walk around dancing or you move the stick in certain directions to sing colors they sound different and that's how you get through the game kind of like platforming okay i didn't finish it well i i i very enjoyed it i just had other shit to get through but i really enjoyed it is it like nobody saves the world punny kind of okay um number three the artful escape it's essentially plays a uh, a musician, right? Yeah, a musician from a town no one gives a shit about. Your father's a famous, like, country blues singer. And it's kind of like a son trying to step out of the shadow of his dad and do his own thing. It's essentially the premise of the whole game. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, number two, Severed Steel. It's a very short game, but you feel like you're tweaking when you're playing the whole game. Is that the FPS where you can, like, dive through windows and stuff? Okay. Dive through windows, throw your weapon, whatever. Okay. I think I saw gameplay of that. I don't Slow know down time. About. I got through it in... in An hour? In a sitting. Oh, like... like In a three-hour sitting. I think what happened was I was about to beat it, and some fuck shit killed me right before I was trying to go horizontal yeah. on the last level, and then I, the next day immediately did it. So I guess when... In two sittings. Yeah, I still got that as one. And the number one by far, compared to the rest of my list, Inscription. Oh, okay. I was not ready for what this game was going to be. I did not think I'd get so immersed to the point where this is all I played, to the point where me and a friend was watching me play. We were, like, trying to do ARG stuff while the game was going on. We were that invested that we were trying to figure out the side story of the side story while still playing it. You guys had that that um always sunny in Philadelphia meme yeah, of like the fucking things that's connected to each other. Yeah, it, it, quite an experience. Somehow we turned a single player game co op, but it, it's it's a it's more than a card game, and that's all I can really say without just spoiling all the yeah without spoiling the uh, ARG. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that game, and I wish if I would have played if I would have played it the year it came out, it probably would have been top five. And that's the worst when you play a game that's already out and you're like, damn, I should have given this roses in our mm-hmm. prestigious award show that we have here. Yeah, inscription, if it's on sale, if you if you like card games and, and then some, mm-hmm. I I thoroughly recommend the game. What encompasses and then some? If you like, if, if you're just here for some simple good old card game time, but you also really like a narrative you didn't know you was going to happen. That's what this is. It's a card game with narrative. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what we got here? That was your five backlog. What is your mm-hmm. favorite? Your five favorite art styles? Yeah, five to one in order. Okay. The number five, Cult of the Lamb. Ooh. Like the art's adorable. I don't know why it kind of reminds me of the Newgrounds era of art, like Flash games. Something about it, I'm not sure why. It could because it's two, the two D, the two D uh, sp- like animations that look like it's flash animations. Uh, number four, Despot's game. It's very minimalistic, like dystopian looking. And if we had one for like game soundtrack, I think that'd easily be top three. I forgot to add that as a, as a category, the soundtrack. Oh, for next year. Um. For this year, Windjammers Wind Two, boy, is that game fucking gorgeous! It, it felt like I was right there on, on a Sunday or mm-hmm. a Saturday after morning, just watching some fucking cartoon. 
Nice. Like on a beach day, you're like, let me go see some people throw some frisbees, dude. Mm -hmm. Number two, Jack Move. It's a much short indie RPG game, but it's like the the aesthetic is kind of like uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, the retro 80s synthy lo-fi. The heavy synth wave where like everything's purple and like bright blue and a lot of shadows. Yeah. It basically looks like what people thought hacking in the 80s was. Okay. That checks out. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then number one, Sunday Gold. It looks like Disco Elysium meets just like Britain. I don't it know how to explain it. What the hell does that mean? Like so the, the art the art looks like Disco Elysium, which is kinda of like a like a like a dirty uh cell shaded environment. Mm-hmm. But then throw in some kind of like European like vibrant colors on on top of that, which is I don't know how to explain it, but it, it looks gorgeous to me. Okay, and dirty at the same time, and okay. you know I could also be swayed by just having a bunch of European accents for the characters. Yeah, after Peaky Blinders, anything with European accents, you're gonna get a a few bonus points. I get lost in it. Yeah, that's my art style. Alrighty, we're gonna have to tag in here. Uh, five favorite games in general of 2022 randall hit me with it okay so obviously uh-huh Tekken. Uh, i'm just the kidding most obvious, yeah the most obvious one is going to be god of war oh that's right which one <laughs> uh i don't know what to say about this um I still haven't beat it yet because I don't want it to end. Um, so I've been playing little by little. Um, I like what I what I'm seeing so far. Okay. Um, the story is is interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's good. It's it's God of War. Like I love God of War. I love Kratos. Um, I love the environment, the the lore. I'm wondering, huh? And the characters. I don't know if you said characters, but yeah. So, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to milk this game as as long as possible because I don't know. Like to milk it slow. Probably know if they set it up for another game, but I don't know that. I don't know that yet. So, I'm trying to like make this last as long as possible. Um, I mean, spoilers. I don't remember. Oh really? Okay. No, I do remember. I just don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Um, so God of War, then, uh, Sifu. Sifu is another game that, um, I haven't beat yet only because I refuse to beat the game without him being in his twenties. Like, I, I, what does he start on age 29? Then if, so if you die once, does, is it over? You have to start over? No. So every time you die, you, you get older. Right, and so that like, means you can die a few times and still beat it, right? Uh, no, I think like can't remember, but I think he he ages like anywhere from like five to six years. Oh my goodness! Okay. So, um, I think maybe you might like have one or two. I can't remember, but anyway, yeah, like. So I wanna I wanna beat the game with him young. I don't wanna beat it with him old. So that re- it requires me a lot of times of uh restarting. Um, anyway, uh, the other game is, uh, Gran Turismo 7. 
which is uh, it's more of a nostalgic thing for me because I, I used to be a huge Gran Turismo fan. And you have all the S licenses, so and yeah, strong. Um, yeah, but the the licensing is, is the one part that I didn't like about the game because they're so difficult. Like it was like for me, it was so so painful. It was more like I wanted to break my controller or punch the TV or something like that. That's how bad it was. Because I feel like who in the world did this successfully? That's how bad it was for me. I don't, maybe it was easy for, for other people, but I don't know. Maybe professional drivers, you know what I'm saying? Like, they maybe did it, but maybe they're they're playing... I don't think they're playing Grand Turismo 7. They're playing the iRacing game, right? Yeah. I, I think it's know. iRacing? I don't know. It's this other racing game that I have on my wish list and, um, on Steam, which has very positive reviews that I want to play. Serza something? Yeah. Serza? Um, it's it's a weird name. The, the Italian one? Corsetta? There you go. Is it that Corsetta? I'm assuming that's what I used to see David playing all the time. Yeah, that's a really good racing sim. Yeah. Anyway. A I think it's a set of Corsa. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I play I wanna get that um I'm, and check it out. I'm a nerd. So, the other game is uh, DNF Duel. Obviously, is a fighting game, and I like fighting games, so um, that was that's pretty fun. Uh, I haven't played it as much as I should because I've been trying to, still trying to rank up in Tekken um, before Tekken Eight comes out. Um, is there a release date on Tekken Eight yet? They're just showing characters, no, right? Nah, no release date. Okay. Probably at Maybe. Evo then, right? I'd imagine they maybe have a, an announcement then. I doubt it. Maybe a beta. Oh. Um, and I think the last game is Ninja Turtles. Nice. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Alrighty. Brian? And so my favorite games of the year in order. Oh, number yeah. So I keep forgetting yours are in order. So it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Number five, KOF 15. Oh. Games that came out last year, fighting games. This should have won fighting game of the year easy, but Jeff Keighley's too busy blowing Hideo Kojima to realize what a good game is. I was about to say, did he put Kojima's game as best no, fighting game? Multiverse is a game that's not out and is now not playable until next year because the beta closes well. That's true. That's horrendous. KOF 15, by far the best fighting game that came out. That shift was complete. It's fun. It did, it, you can play any character however the fuck you want, and everything. It, it's fun to be ass at that game. It's um, fun to be ass at that game. Yeah, like, you know how fighting games are usually daunting, intimidating. If you're bad at it, it's not really fun if someone's just literally touch of death in all your characters. Okay. This game, you can hit me once, explode me, but I enjoyed it. That's okay. That's, that's a wild, it's a wild review. It's, it's just, it's just fun. Okay. Uh, number four, Nobody Saves the World. Ooh. Very enjoyable game. I like the, I like the. The comedy, the story was not too memorable, but the jokes were. I remember ha ha. Yeah, they hit. Uh, Rick and Morty voice character. No, yes, you're thinking about High on Life. Okay. High on Life? Is that what it's called? I think so. So, what game is um, Brian talking about? When me and him were playing as a co op, and you can be a horse, a, a swole guy, uh, a wizard, the guy that can shapeshift. 
Can you can slime slide? You can slime slide at like is, all is it like um exometric view? Yes. Okay. Because Brian was walking around with like the the spitting lady too, the the mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he was spitting. Oh, she just had the orb, but like the the, the projectile. Yeah, the projectile bubble. The bubble um, projectile, whichever. Doesn't matter for it's what's my number three now. When I started the list, was my number one, and then as the year kept going on, I was I started realizing I didn't give this game as much thought as the ones that usurped it. So my number three now is God of War Ragnarok. Okay, it was my one. Uh huh. And then as the more and more I I let let the list marinate, I'm like, but these games I I I still have an urge to play again, and. I'm more invested in in one of the games, the gameplay, and in the other game, the lore that the game didn't actually tell me. Okay. Um, number two is Elden Ring. Ooh. Okay. It it's it's funny. There's just multiple clips of me ranting at FromSoft games. There's also uh, multiple clips of pure content from you. So. <laughs> yeah, there's also a lot of me falling. Let me tell you. Um, the world building in this game, the combat's a little better than normal, but I still have the exact same gripes. Almost the exact same gripes I have in almost every fucking game that they make mm-hmm. still exists in this. Okay, but it being open world and me being able to traverse and just find whatever bullshit I want instead of a kind of like a narrow path of bullshit, I can get fucked by whatever I want, and it's a beautiful world, good cohesive world, and the the. The way they build the world is interesting enough for me to want to explore and do shit. It's just something that that lives in my head as like a, I would I'm 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 not mad to jump back in as much as I don't like their games. This is still enjoyable despite the gameplay issues I still have with the, with the the creators. Them giving you a fuck this I'll try this later option for everything makes it more accessible for me. Mm-hmm. That was only number two. Yeah, that's number two. Number oh. one, which is, I doubt I'm going to hear this on, from, from you, but or from most people who made the list. Number one's Marvel's Midnight Suns. I, 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 I didn't because... add it because I played it late. That's a backlog item for me. Because okay. I, I played it at, remember, I played it this year. So, like, I it, it didn't reach it because of timing. But go ahead. I pre-ordered when I saw that it looked like XCOM Marvel. I was like, and I already lost <laughs> 60 bucks. Um... I got so engulfed into not even just the game, like the actual fight parts, the exploring the castle thing, the talking to people, the me trying to tell myself I can woohoo any of them. Specifically yeah. Magic. Just interacting with everybody, even though the dialogue was cheesy, I was with it. It gave me persona vibes where I can be friends with them and I get shit. Yeah. Finding secrets. Oh, I got, and this, this Metroidvania, even though it's a simple aspect of me finding shit around and then I got this power. Okay, what is this open? This, this, and this. Can I open this? No, later. I get a new power. Back to the thing. Yeah. Which is fun. I love XCOM games, those strategy games, but that was the highlight. And then the gameplay itself was very fun and very simple to get into. Um, the only thing I can say is on release, very buggy. And a lot of times the story is meh or the dialogue is very cheesy. But I kind of welcomed it just because of how much of how much everything else was like for, for a game about marvel heroes the cheesiness fit 
I can see the that. Superhero world, but I, I, I was surprised that I loved it this much. I'll definitely see that. I'll tag on to that. The, the Midnight Suns is definitely like one of those. If I played, if I played it earlier, it would have bumped my number five here. Um, it it felt like it, it was Mass Effect with Marvel heroes. Like you, it was so immersive. You care about the characters because you're literally on a day to day. It was like living with them. The whole point is you. They're all living together to fight the. Okay, spoilers, Lilith, but it's literally day in day out. You start your day, you go and talk to people, you go hang out somewhere, go on a mission, come back from the mission at nighttime. Um, you can hang out with any of the characters, do whatever to build the relationship. After you're done hanging out, you go to sleep, you wake up, and that's the gameplay loop, right? So you're still doing combat, you're doing stuff, and the exploring stuff. Sorry, before you go to bed, you can go outside and explore at night to do the things Brian mentioned. The game is so much to do, like. It gets a little repetitive if you, if you don't care about the characters and stuff, but absolutely, the, definitely uh, one that I should have played earlier so I can make it on my list. Once the last character, once Storm's out, the last character of the season pass, I'm probably going to jump immediately back in. Yes, that's what... Because if I don't have a bunch of roguelikes and JRPGs in my backlog. I finished the three that are out, the DLCs, and then I saw mm-hmm. the, that the achievement stuff was messed up, so I'm like, well, I'd like to continue just pouring all my hours into this some way until Storm comes out and then starting a new save so I can get all the the rest of the achievements. Because it was like bugged out. Unless they fix it. Like if, unless they fix that issue before then. I don't have to do an entire new playthrough. I'm sad that it undersold according to the devs because I, I hope that doesn't mean they're not going to support it more. That's unfortunate. And if you're hearing this, this is our PSA. Make it, sh- make it, make it, sh- what, what am I saying? Make it so it's not undersold. Get out there and buy it. Midnight, Marvel's Midnight Suns is worth your money. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Was that your last one? Alrighty. Then That's I'll do of the year. Of the year? Okay. Uh, my five favorite games of 2022. Obviously missed out on Midnight Suns. Uh, we start with Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. A ton of shit to do in there. It has a Lego charm. Of that you've known to you've known to get used to or whatever the case whatever the word is, uh, ability to to fly between all of the planets that are relevant in the story in the the film story sorry because it spans episodes one through nine, uh, yeah one through yeah one through nine, and they have like DLC of like the characters from like, um, you know, the shows and stuff like Mandalorian and stuff but it doesn't cover that in the campaign it just covers the main mo- the main movies and even after you're done it's a, bun- a bunch of collectibles the writing is you know cheesy as supposed to be but it's like family friendly still funny uh animation still looks lego cute graphics look a lot better now obviously because it's modern technology so it's like legos but it's a really good environment stuff like that it's just fun completion it's funny fun great co-op experience been playing out pretty much almost 100 it with jayana i'm picking up the last couple of stuff to replay the missions, but it's, I highly recommend it. And it runs on everything. I think it's on Switch, it's on console, it's on PC. Definitely worth your, your money. Um, Four. God of War Ragnarok. Uh, this is one of, by the end of last year, it was a huge hype at the Game Awards because everyone's like, it's going to be Elden Ring versus God of War Ragnarok. And then for me, when I saw when I heard that, I'm like, so you're basically telling me it's about gameplay and story. For me, God of War was a, the same type of gameplay as before, with a bit of a difficulty spike, even on easy, to be honest. Because there's some boss fights that I'm like, 
this is uneasy. I'm like, I don't understand how you guys are playing this. Um, what was I going to mention? But again, what kept me going definitely is the story, the characters. I want to see how it all ended. A very nicely, uh, nice bow ending, which I thought was really nice with spoilers. Open, there's openings with ways that they can continue if they wanted to. But they can definitely end on this, which would be really cool. But people like money, so there might be more. Uh, number three, Nobody Saves the World. Another co-op experience in December was with Brian. Great game. Mechanics is a very modular way of going about character abilities and character chemistry. Uh, a game that forces you to try to play a character differently, different types of classes differently. Uh, mix and match. Spoilers. Once you get further into the game, you're literally allowed to put any, almost any ability into any of the characters and make crazy contraptions for that character with crazy builds. Uh, definitely something that you should be playing because they took a chance on literally making builds for classes. And it was really fun. Um, you pretty much progress by, by uh, what is it? By R&D. Like by experimenting. That's the word. Uh, number two. Didn't think this would be on my list when I first played it because I'm like, oh, it's just a cute little game above a fox slicing shit. Tunic is a must-fucking-play for anyone. It runs on Switch. It recently came out on Switch. Go get it. Uh, it three, Nick. Three, Nick is on the way. Not all of us have access to it. You, just because you got to play it doesn't mean we all have access. Nine, Nick. Yeah, there's no way. I'm not even that exclusive yet. It's pretty much a more accessible, like, Souls game, if that makes sense. Like, it's you play as a little an isometric view, and you play as a fox who I don't remember the story that much because it's a lot of it's obscurity, and you start finding out stuff by piecing little hints together, all to find the golden path. And boy, when you find out what that golden path stuff, your mind like the, there's a moment in the game where when everything clicks, your mind explodes. Like, you're like, oh, I, I get it. Like, you see, you like you're seeing into the matrix, and then you get the real ending that way, and it's just. Such a great time. If you like exploring, if you like this FromSoft type of obscurity and world building and stuff like that, Tunic is a must-play. Speaking of which, my number one is Elden Ring. And that Brian already mentioned a lot of the stuff. It is an open-world version of the previous games. Exploring in that game is so rewarding. It's so calming sometimes. You're just getting from one place to another. The environments are great. Combat still... I have my issues with it some from time to time, but... The payoff is definitely there, especially when you're going up against a boss and you either thrash him or you make it out by the skin of your teeth. It is still, the dopamine is there. Almost on every boss, which is just fantastic. Friend, are you still there? Because it looks like it's pixelating for you. For you. Yeah, well, okay. On my end, it looks like the logo and stuff pixelated. Oh. Well, it, it might be just Discord having issues. And that's it. Elden Ring definitely also another must play. Even if, for someone who doesn't, I don't think I've ever finished a FromSoft game before this. This is one that got got me hooked and I kept playing until completion. Obviously not all the bosses, pending one um, specific special event that I'll be training for soon. Uh, And that's it. You really do need to check that out. That was our Favorite five favorite games with the different categories. Last but not least, we have our favorite movies or t- you know slash TV shows. Um, 
because this is the first time we had TV shows on its own for you know in the section. So Randall, now I need to ask you, do, what what do you have filled out for this? Because I have fa- favorite movies, favorite TV shows, and then favorite actors and actresses. I have favorite TV shows, top five TV shows, and top five movies. Okay, so we, okay, that's cool. You just have to sit back for the for the actors one, but let's start with TV shows. I mean, I can. Like you, you guys have... are going, I can come up with some. I already have like in my in my mind at least like top three for so twenty twenty, can... but not actors of all time. I'm talking about like from their performances of last year. Uh, yeah, I think I could still cover that. Okay, then yeah, we can. We still have other. Me and Brian could probably. Well, then, if you want, go first on your favorite, your five favorite TV shows. And once you go, me and Brian can buy you some time. Uh, okay, so TV shows wasn't really spectacular for me this year. Okay, um, I'm just I just had to pick based on what I uh, what I saw. I'm not a huge television person, so usually the the stuff that I do watch is is either recommended to me or is recommended to me. So, oh, that's right. That's those are the two options. So. Yeah. So, uh, Terminal List with um, Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. I think I've seen the uh, movie. I mean, see, I'm, I'm already saying. Yeah, this man can't wait to get to his movie list. Yeah, it's a TV show, military TV show. Okay. And basically, uh, it was it was interesting because Chris Chris Pratt plays like a more serious role. Um, a lot of stuff that he, at least that I've seen him in in the past, he's he has a comedic side. There was no comedic side whatsoever in this entire show of him. Ever, everything he was a hundred percent serious. Oh, um, so it was interesting to see that side of him and see him pull it off. It was very convincing. Um, hmm. I think it was good. It was oh. uh, huh? No, I'm just nodding. Did oh. I make a sound? Oh, yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. That's the second time. Randall once caught me making a face, and I like I didn't even notice how I made a face. Yeah. And I'm uh, making sounds that I don't know I'm not making. I think I'm being possessed. It happens. Okay, so um, the next show is uh, Reacher, which is based off of the movie character Jack Reacher. Oh, the Tom Cruise movie? Yep, the Tom Cruise uh, character. Except for this dude is portrayed by... Man, hold up. Give me one second. I'll look up real quick. I don't know his name, but I think it's the same dude who's in Titans. His name, the TV is show. Alan Richson. Okay, that might be the same guy. Dude is huge, man. Like he's like a really big dude, actually. Like bodybuilder, huge or like? In the show, yeah, he's he's like he's got he's long or. But what? It doesn't say. Let me put in height. He's probably like a six foot something and then weighing 200 something pounds of pure muscle or something. That's insane. Why, whenever you try to look for something, it just makes it difficult? Just tell me the height. Because he paid the internet to make sure no one knows his height until you see him in person. His creature in real life. Oh, wow. He's not. He's not as not as tall as I thought he was. He's only an inch taller than me. Whoa! Six, 
You okay. sitting down? That's that's some camera work, man. Because he he's like towering over everybody in that show. It could Maybe be everyone else is short. Yeah, it could be everyone else is short then. I guess I don't know. You're also you're your kneecap. Yeah, I was about to say you're also tall, Randall. Like, I don't consider six one tall. I consider what? In, nah, I think anything that's over like when you start getting into like six four, six five, six six, then I think that's tall. There's no way. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on Brian. That's a piece of shit statement. What about the hell? Six feet, mean? six foot is tall. There's no way because I'm considered short. I'm five six. You tell me another six know. inches is not tall. I don't know. Okay, look, I don't know what is considered the official short medium height. I'm just telling you from my perspective and the people that I've been around. That's not tall because to me, because I know a lot of people that are taller than me. I mean, they're not significantly taller than me, but they're taller than me. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Cedric's son, CJ, he's t- he's like he's taller than me. Um, I'm taller than you. And most basketball, like, okay, if I was to go to the NBA, I would be considered short. Yeah, but that's NBA. Those that's just those are those are that's not common. Well, I'm I'm saying like oh, when I was growing up and I was in high school, I was around a lot of athletes, so. And I played ball too, so I was. That's why I guess maybe that's why I'm saying that. I don't know. I didn't see you in space, Jim. That's true. But uh, anyway, so this dude, uh, I think he's a really good actor. I think he pulled off the role. He was, in my opinion, man. This is kind of. I don't know if I could say this. Should I say this? Are you ready for this? Almost feel like I would rather see him play Jack Reacher than Tom Cruise. Oh really? Because he because yeah. of the because of his build. Does he look more you know, menacing? It doesn't really have any. Well, I could be lying because maybe indirectly I might not know it in the back of my mind. It might have some influence on it. Is it because Tom Cruise looks friendly? Yeah, that could be it. Uh, I don't know. Is Tom Cruise friendly? And an update on. Okay, I just went to some random site called Talsum dot com. And they're yeah. saying if you are five ten or taller, you are considered taller than the average, taller than average in North America. So I mean, that's six foot, fam. You're tall. Okay. All right. Whatever. Go ahead. Um. That's a good question, man. <laughs> I don't know if hmm, is Tom Cruise intimidating. He looks friendly to me. I don't know. I'm just thinking of all the movies that I'm seeing see him in, and I'm trying to figure out has there ever been a role or a scene where I was like, man, this dude looks menacing. At worst, stern. Oh, collateral. Nah. I mean, he's got a. I'm going with Brian on that one. Yeah, like stern and, and collateral with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he has a menacing look, but it's not like aggressive. It's like a he always has a top. He always has the upper hand look. Like it's yeah. I don't know. I guess that would be the most intimidating role that I've ever seen him in. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with that, but I wasn't thinking that when I when I said what. I have the answer. It's Tropic Thunder. No, heck no. What do you mean? I if the entire time you say that, because because you're not the one being yelled at, Randall. That man I was. Looks, 
Man, my stomach was hurting so bad from that scene. Diarrhea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy, uh, Richard, Richardson, Richardson, Alan Rick. You said Alec, Alan Richardson. Richardson, Alan Richardson. Um, he just did a good job at with the acting. I think. Okay. Um, uh, it was one of those. I like characters who who don't say much, but when they do say something, it's like worth listening to. Okay. And I don't know. It's like I mean, I'm a quiet person myself, so I can kind of relate to like not wanting to say much. Um, and and, and feeling like if I'm going to open up my mouth and say something, then it should be something you know worth saying rather than just. Like, like saying cream pies out loud. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Interesting. Yeah, that's wild. You don't know what yeah. we're talking about. Anyway, uh-huh. uh Yeah, man, it, I I think it's a good. Uh, I, I think people should check it out. I think it's really interesting. I know that there. I can't wait till the next season comes out. Um, but yeah, you said it's really good. I, I like it a lot. Um, next one is Peacemaker, which I was surprised. Was was peacemaker? Was, it was a lot, was a lot better Cena. than it was going to be. Oh, it's right. a John Cena character. I remember. I remember. I remember now. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that was uh, that was really good too. Yeah, it was really funny. Say, out of my list that I am looking at right now, the top two is probably Reacher and Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker um, was really fun. It was really funny, and it had some pretty cool action. Yeah. Like John Cena is does a really good job at playing these characters who are like um naive to being a jerk. Yeah. Um uh okay. Oh, so then the next one was Moon Knight, which I thought was a huge letdown. But again, I prefaced this 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 uh this list by saying that I didn't see much, so I had to pick from what I saw. Um so unfortunately, Moon Knight is on here. I mean, Last yeah. one is Street Fighter Five. I don't know. Like okay. Moon Knight has some really good moments, like especially when his, I mean, the episode where he's going to his past and he was like breaking down the middle of the street. I feel and he was like, going up the uh, the stairs of like his back, like his childhood. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Like there were really good parts in the movie. And the show, really, Randall. The show. No, really good parts in the show. But overall, I'm not like, like, for example, I can get offline right now after this podcast and go watch Reacher again with no problem. Oh, but not, gotcha. But not Moon Knight. But not Moon Knight, no. It's it's like a one and done for me. Okay, that's fair. Um, And then the last thing is uh, The Best Man uh, Final Chapters, which is the reason I, I didn't even know this existed. I... I don't know how I found out about it, but I, I saw the original um, two movies, and I found out that they made this one. And I thought I thought it was a third movie, but then I found out that it they turned it into a TV show, which I thought was I don't know why they did that. I don't, I don't know what the whole angle was. But um, what do I think about this? You tell me. It, it was okay. It was. I'm glad it's over. I'll just put it like that. The what whole the heck? 
No, it, it's not because it was bad. Because I like Best Man and I like Best Man Wedding, but this was—I don't know if it was—it was—it was weird because it was a TV show, but there were a lot of good parts in it. I felt like it would have been better if it was just a movie. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of fluff. Kinda, in my okay. opinion, I felt like a lot of stuff could have um could have been handled better in a in a maybe like a two hour movie. And still been as impactful, but for whatever reason, they decided to make it into a TV show. There were parts in the show that were very like intense um, and emotional as well. Um, but yeah, it was all right. You know, it's not like I don't know if I would call it a good conclusion because that's what it was. It was, it was supposed to be a conclusion to the whole Best Man series, um, but. It's over, and it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, I got closure. It's over. Um, even if they were to try to come back, I'm like, nah, don't do that. Just, just, just let it die. Just let it, just let it rest. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, those, those are my top, um, top five. But definitely out of everything that I've mentioned on that list, Reacher and Peacemaker. And Peacemaker, gotcha. I recommend people. To watch the other ones, your your life will be just fine. Well, no, Terminal List was good too. I was gonna say you mentioned Terminal List. That's if you want to so see Chris Terminal, Pratt in a serious role. Yeah, Terminal List. So in this order, I would say Reacher is number one, Peacemaker is number two, Terminal List number three. Everything else, you you will be just fine if you live your life without watching it. Okay, that works. Solid list, Brian. Yeah, so in order, five yep. to one. Five favorite, favorite TV, TV shows. shows, right? Yes, sir. And so number five, Better Call Saul. Okay. Enjoyed it. Still quite a ride. Uh, I feel like my oh. to the ending was. Brian, can hmm. I give, give me a second? Yeah. Randall, you omitted one TV show, and you're gonna find out what it is by end of Brian list or my list. You Did forgot. I forgot about? You sure did. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, yeah, Bitter Call Good story. But the, the only pick is the ending had me more like, hmm, instead of any other emotion. Okay, that's that's a weird emotion to have. Uh, number four, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6. Ooh. Okay. One of the, one of those, the stronger parts. I was a little conflicted by the ending. But the more I sat on it, the more I'm like, this is beautiful. It's a very um, divisive ending. Mm-hmm. Still not my favorite part, but might be, might be second or third. Okay, um, it's pretty high up there then. Just six parts out. Number three, Barry. What a fucking season. Season three. Did season three air last year? Yep. Okay. Um. If you haven't started watching Barry, watch yeah, you're missing now. In, in a new light. Yeah, Barry is absolutely phenomenal. Great shit. That that season was this is up there for me. Was not expecting the way it ended. Um, number two, The Patient. Oh, Steve, okay. Steve Carell, in like a serious role, mm-hmm. and then what's his name, Dom Domino Gleason. Domino uh, Gleason, yeah. The, 
what's it called? Hux from Star Wars. It's, the, it's not a serial. It was, what is it called? What do you call someone like that? A serial. Not, not, a, not a serial killer. Like not a narcissist. Uh, like a psychopath. I don't. There's, an, there's another word that's similar to psychopath that fits it. A sociopath. Yeah. Okay. Seeing like a him play a sociopath, and then seeing him interact with a non-elephant or a non-yelling Steve Carell. Uh huh. Very interesting. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Another one was like the ending was like. Yeah. But, but a little more impact than to me than Better Call Saul. And the number one for me is actually Tokyo Vice. Oh, nice! I, you did go watch I, it. Nice. I had thought. It was a one season show. No one no. told me it was another season. So when I got to the ending, mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But then I looked it up. And yeah, I was it's... Like, okay. You, you didn't tell me it was gonna be another. You just told me about the show. Oh my bad. It's multiple. It's just that they haven't shot it it's because similar. it's it's. I think uh, COVID got in the way. So they, I don't know if they're gonna make another one or not. But yeah, Tokyo Vice is a really beautiful detective noir show set in was, tokyo like it's really I was, nice i was hooked on that shit for sure that that's out of the tv shows i saw i didn't see too many but tokyo vice wow and that's that's your five mm-hmm. wow okay but so, whatever you're thinking of i probably didn't see oh maybe that might be the case um then yeah i'll, I'll go i'll just go right ahead my f- five favorite tv shows of 2022 let's start off with the same thing as brian better call saul I think I did order these, to be honest. Now that I look at all my lists, I think they're all ordered. It's just I just <laughs> didn't put numbers. I just put dots. Uh, I didn't put numbers either. I just put dots. Um, Better Call Saul at five. I thought it was a nice little wrap-up to the crazy shenanigans. And it gives us um a lot of context scenes of some in-between things that happened between this show and Breaking Bad. And stuff that happened after Breaking Bad, too. Um, with some of the characters. Like, oh, what are they doing? Um... Great villains and there's great micro villains. Cause Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul have had like their little villains throughout each season. Excuse me. Uh, number four, Star Wars Andor. Thought it was a fantastic uh, Star Wars show. I enjoyed following the the guy from Rogue One. I didn't see it. It's really cool. I liked it a lot. Uh, number three, we have Murderville. Probably one of the funniest comedy shows I premises I've seen in so long. Uh, Will Arnett plays a detective that has a script that he needs to follow by, and their guest, like everybody in the show, but the guest that gets on has a script, and the guest has to just improv what whatever the fuck is going on. And watching people break into laughter while they're trying to shoot this thing is just so funny. If you have not seen Murderville, it's on Netflix, I think, and they also have a Christmas special that came out late last year, that all of it is hilarious. Uh, number two is The Bear from FX. It is a cooking show uh, with it. the lead from, oh my God, what's his name? He's, he is Lip, Lip from Shameless. I forgot your name. I'm so sorry, man. Um, leading His lead role, excellent show. It knows how to do suspense, it, 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 anxiety, all of those all things that the high energy, octane cooking energy, like, all of that you feel it because it's just so intense in a very good way and all the characters are you know have all their bullshit that they are they're dealing with and Jeremy sh- Allen White thank you okay that explains the name here um great performances by everyone especially Hub 
Uh, and last but not least, Randall, I thought you would remember Severance. I didn't see Severance. But Randall did. That doesn't sound familiar. You, what about the Waffle Party? That doesn't sound familiar? Wait a minute. Let me, let me look this up. That Randall just deleted it from his mind? It was such a great sci-fi shot. What? I totally forgot about this. Yes. Severance is a must-watch. It is a, a fun time. There's multiple seasons, Brian. Like, there's only one now, but they're working on season two. I don't know if you just want to wait for the whole show to finish, but... No, it's something I wanted to get to. I just haven't. Severance is really cool. They took the uh, premise of one of the... I don't know if they took it from it, but Black Mirror has a very similar, sev- like-esque style episode. About, like... Stupid Moon Knight on this list. Forgot about that. I mean, I expected <laughs> it from me. You put Street Fighter Five in your Game of the Year list, so... What was that, two years ago, right? Or, like... It might have been. Anyway, but yeah, Severance is definitely a must-watch. Um, Adam Scott, I think, is the action. Is that the yeah, lead guy? Great is. performances. It's just... And it's shot beautifully. It's, it's great cinematography. Music or soundtrack is also pretty cool. Performances are awesome. Good show. Yes, Severance is definitely one of them. Go watch it. And that's my five favorite TV shows. Uh, Randall, do you have the actors and actresses, or do you want to wait till? The movies are done. Man, I was so engulfed in what you guys were talking about. I totally forgot. Well, if you have three, you can just do the three you have, and we can keep it moving. Um, For this year? Not this. Uh, no, last year. Uh, no, no, no. Last year. Not this year. We're not done with this year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, hmm. Some of them are from movies. It's, it, I mean, we haven't done the movie category yet. That's why I'm asking. Do you want to do the movies? No, we can movies first and then the actors. I did actors for both. My list is a mix. Yeah, it's a mix between TV shows and actors and movies. Sorry. Okay. So it doesn't. I mean, we can do movies first if you like. Yeah, they, let's do movies first and then do the actors. Yeah, yeah. movies, no. That's what I was gonna do, but I mean, if you want, oh, if you prefer, oh, I mean, whatever you guys want to do. Well, I mean, you just said you prefer to do movies, so. And I was only saying that because it's like if you say who your actors are and some of them are in movies and we haven't done the movie but um category yet, then it's like we're kind of finding out what movie possibly is your top five without doing the top five. Okay, then yeah, that, that logic tracks. Then go for it. Let's do let's do your your five favorite movies. Go for it. Me? Yeah, man. What do you? Oh, all right. I didn't know who you who you started with. Yeah, that man's lit. Let me see if I could. I didn't put my stuff in order, but let me see if I could do this from from east to rookie mistake. Um, that's your anime villain laugh. And I could do better. I'm just gonna try to sleep in six minutes. Yeah, I know. Okay, you're probably not going to agree with my list, but we're not here to we're not here to agree with your list. We just need to know what yours are. Just know that. These top five are my favorite. That's yes, that's what like everything that I've seen. Okay, so regardless of where they are on the list, they're still top five. Okay, so that... coming in that coming in that last is a bullet train. Wow, that's really high up. <laughs> if it's your favorite five of the year, I said, I said, okay, probably not going to agree with this. That's fine. But it's still on the list, so that's... all right. I understand. So, uh, I don't know. 
Has everyone seen Bullet Train in here? Yes. You watched it at my mom's place, I think. So Brian saw it there. Okay. <clears throat> so Bullet Train, I thought was really good because uh, the characters, obviously. Yeah. The characters make everything interesting. Everyone has like their own story and their own perspective. And the way it's shot, it's like, you think you know something happened, but it didn't really happen. Or maybe it did happen. And some people you thought was dead, they really didn't die. Spoilers. Dude. You wake up and, you know, they thought someone else was, wasn't was dead. They are dead. Man, look, if you're trying not to make a spoilers, the second they see this move, they're going to be like, I think I know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was, it was a good ride. It was a good ride. Okay. Ride right on the bullet train? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's clever. I like and, that. Um, next is Puss in Boots. Ooh, good pick. I haven't seen it. So I'm not going to say anything about that except for like the story is really good. The animation is really good. The art style is really good. And Great performances, vocal performances. Yeah. I, I think that the thing that I loved the most about it was the voice performances. Was the puss. What's the puss? Is that what you're asking? I said, was the. I finished his sentence for him. Uh, was the uh, puss in boots? So. Where's my wrench? So, in the dead middle, it's Prey. Oh, the Hulu show, the Hulu movie, the Predator uh, prequel or whatever. Oh. I'm a Predator fan. I like Predator. So, where some people may have given up on Predator because the last few movies were like kind of crappy, mm-hmm. I still gave it a chance, and it ended up being um, one of the better ones because mm-hmm. it was shot in such a way that it honored the old style, um, and it went back to like, I guess, um, like the I mean, hunt. Like it was, it was a very hunter versus hunter kind of thing. Where yeah. the latest ones have been very like action packed. Yeah, yeah. This one was uh, more uh, grounded, in my opinion. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, coming in at number two. Okay. What? I we heard like a bait, like you went mm, like I don't know if no. you burped or something. No, just clear my voice. Okay. Coming in at number two is me. Was that who was that? You did the drums. Brian did the drum. Okay, you said the menu. Got it. Yeah. Brian, have you seen the menu? No. Okay, I won't say much about that. This movie will surprise you at every turn. I couldn't feature, so I doubt it. Got him. I don't know, man. It's like sometimes you can see things coming, and it is what you think it is, but it's, but it's still like impactful like you something can be could be set up and it's like okay i know what's getting ready to happen but but when you you see it it still hits you really hard so that's what this show does a lot the show or the movie the movie randall all right movie this movie does a lot okay the acting was really good um it was one of those movies in my opinion that keeps your attention the entire time because it is so intense and is a so this is how you know without spoiling anything this is how you know this is a, a, a good movie 95% of the movie took place in one location yeah 
There you go. And then coming in at number one. I can already know what it is. What do you think it is? Top Gun. How do you know? Randall, come on. Randall, what did I just tell you I'm from? The future. You're not listening. All right. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so Top Gun is, oh, man. I knew it was going to be good. I had no doubt in my mind that it was going to be good. But it was so much more for me because my father took me to go see the first one. Mm-hmm. And um, my father was also in the service. So I felt like watching this movie is it's, it's bittersweet because it's such a great movie. But it, I, every time I watch it, which... I've watched this movie at least like 10 times since it's been out on digital. So you got that. I'm... Huh? So I mean, because so you, you got that. You got that digital comic. Go ahead. Yeah. Ever since, um, oh, every time I watch it, um, I always think about like, man, my father would have loved this movie. And Especially if you like the first one. It, it, it bothers me so bad because it's like, this movie was delayed because of COVID. Well, it was delayed. Mm, let's not. It wasn't delayed because of COVID. It was delayed because the people who were the 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 film producers, or whatever, wanted to make more cash. They could have released it earlier. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they wanted it to be in theaters. Correct. So that what held it up was not COVID. The movie was done and ready way, way, be- way before it released on theaters. But what bothered me about it is that. Because of that delay, my father—if if it wasn't for that delay, he could like we could have seen it together. That's true. He could have—he could have seen it, but because of the delay, he passed away before it came out. Well, I so, mean, the, depending on what you know, believe in, he probably saw it there with you, in ghost form, like the you know hand on the shoulder kind of thing, watching it. But it was uh, <clears throat> it was a great movie, man. It was uh, the act. It, they say Tom Cruise is the last real action star. And I mean, he, by two miles, he's still doing his own ridiculous stunts. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that those shots were all inside fighter planes, like they were really in fighter planes, doing all those maneuvers, is like incredible. He goes big, man. Yeah, definitely. So I, I mean, I don't know who on planet Earth has not seen Top Gun Maverick, but if you haven't, definitely, definitely go check it out because it's a really, it's a really good movie. What happened, bro? My first response was Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's true. Wow, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you might have heard it, right? <laughs> Man, just remember what you say on social media. That, that's how you get subs. What are you talking about? Alrighty, that's a pretty solid list. <clears throat> Brian, what's your what's your favorite five? That's not movies. Five in order. I'm the one. Uh, number five, Bullet Train. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. you guys both I really have it. enjoyed it. Okay, it was a nice, no pun intended, nice ride. 
every shot had a purpose. The characters were interesting. They had depth to them. Not really a dull moment. Uh, I enjoyed it. Number four, the Batman. Oh, I like my watching my own work. Uh, yep. Besides their depiction of Bruce Wayne being a little emo bitch, mm-hmm. the rest of the movie was really good. A great Batman and one of the first true Batman detective movies we ever got. Gotham felt like its own character. They built the world in a really good way, and I mean, it it it, it depicted it, it's the most accurate depiction of like cartoon to live action version of Batman I've ever seen. To me, at least. Um, number three, Werewolf by Night. I didn't Ooh. expect. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a Marvel movie, and it's it's a short. It's like what forty five minutes. Yeah, it's like less than an hour or about an hour. I, I like the aesthetic. I like how the premise is told to you in the first three minutes, and then it's just off to the races. Commence. Um, great watch. You don't even need a whole hour. That's um, true. It's like a TV episode, like a an HBO show or something. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. What a fucking movie. Uh, it didn't make me want to fly a plane, but very close to. Gotcha. I, I was there. I'm like, if I if I liked planes, I'd, I'd get in one. Right. It's one of the few sequels where I think it's actually better than the original. I, um, I could probably say that. It's a very simple plot, but the action was really, really good. It's, it's just optimized action compared to the first one, but there's an actual cohesive narrative to the movie. It's gotcha. not just bullshit action. That makes sense. And number one, everything, everywhere, all at once. I was going to say, both of your lists was passing, and I'm like, you, no one's mentioned this. And I'm like, what's happening? I thought it was good, but I don't know. It's just... It wasn't so... your favorite five? I don't know. I, I, I'm curious to see why Bryant put it at number one. Okay. Yeah, I like it because it gave me it, it gave me things that I liked that I enjoyed a lot and combined them into one. They put outlandish random stuff to keep me on my edge, which is the main appeal behind JoJo. Is that it's random and quick paced enough that I don't get bored. Yeah. Two, great acting. But then three, the parts they they combine the randomness and the haha or what the fuck's going on with a quite impactful message in the movie. One that I did not expect and one that I'm glad I got. It's really good. <clears throat> That's wild. Solid list. All right. Well, I guess I'm up next. Uh, my five favorite movies of 2022 goes as follows. First one up is Next Exit. It is a movie about a study is shown where uh someone can confirm that there is an afterlife and you can take a painless suicide uh like pill or something to take you to the afterlife to people who don't want to be you know alive anymore go and go on a road trip to strangers to go to the place so they can do the procedure and that's where this the premise goes and i'll leave you to it to go watch it uh next one is spider-man no way home i enjoyed seeing Spoilers, if you haven't seen the fuck the Spider-Man movie, what are you doing? The classic Spider-Man are on there. Seeing all three of them had great chemistry. It was a really fun time. Um, And the, yes, and the action sequences. If you want to see Green Goblin pow, fucking powerbomb Spider-Man, there's no other movie to watch it in. Like, it is fantastic. 
Um, number three for me is Everything Everywhere All At Once. For the reasons Brian mentioned, it was such a great movie uh, with a lot to unpack. Uh, number two for me is The Menu. Uh, would have been my number one until you see them, my number one. Uh, beautifully shot. I don't, I'm not a cook in any way. I don't know anything about cooking, but boy, do they shoot things in this movie in a way where like it puts you in that. It's watching someone so that's so passionate about cooking and about serving in a way that you just root for them, even if they're, they're the villain. Like, you understand where they're coming from. They have such love for what their craft is, and their craft is cooking. And it's everything is shot and displayed in such a way where it's like, man, I, I get it. Uh, and last but not least, See How They Run. It is a detective comedy with Sorcerer Ronan and... Uh, What's my boy? Yeah. Sam oh, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell are the leads. Very funny. Very hilarious. Adrian Brody's in the beginning, but he's kind of like the victim. So no spoilers, but they're trying to solve his murder. Anyway, great time. Great dialogue. The writing's great. Pacing's great. Highly recommend watching that. See how they run. It was awesome. And that's how, that's all I got. Oh, like this. Clean. All right. I guess our last category here, we'll call it our favorite actors and actresses. Randall, we've given you as much time as possible. Again, I wasn't paying attention, but I'm going to just throw some stuff out, off the top of my head. Let me see. Um, Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Definitely go with Street Fighter Five. And the new episode of Ted Lasso who, is out. Who is the guy who, who did... Uh, I don't know if I can. I don't know how to ask this question without spoiling it. Then okay, don't. I, then don't. Then don't ask it. Then don't ask I mean, it. Anthony, who who did the voiceover for the antagonist in Puss in Boots? Pablo Escobar, um, from the Netflix show uh, Narcos. Oh. Okay, so I'm gonna pick him. Okay. I'm gonna also pick uh, the main antagonist from the menu. Ralph Phineas. Okay. Or Venus. Venus? I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, I am going to pick... Forget hit Man, I'm just forgetting everybody's name. Uh, yeah, Dude, man. Who played Riddler in um, the Batman? Paul Dano. That's three. Um, Wait. Paul Dano. Okay, yeah, that's correct. This man is thinking. Come on. If that's all you got, that's all you got. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not going to force it. That's what I got. Yeah, you don't want to just name names because you need names, right? If those are the ones that come to mind, those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. Alrighty. I mean, that's a solid list. Brian, what's your fave five? Actors or actresses? In order. Five to one. Number five, Domino Gleason from The Patient. Okay. Clean with number, it. Number four, Ansel Elgort from Tokyo Vice. Okay. Number three, I don't know how to pronounce his name completely, but it's Kihui Ki Kwan, the guy who plays the, the okay. husband. In the husband in every... Movie. Yeah, the husband in... Mm-hmm. What was his name in the movie? Husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> husband number one. Mm-hmm. Starring, oh my gosh, give me a sec. Everything's taking forever to load now. 
He played Waymond. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Number two, Paul Dano as Riddler. Oh, okay. Number one, Angela Bassett as uh, Black Panther Mama. I forgot her name. That was last year? I thought it was earlier this year. Nope, last I'm year. wild with it. Nice. Wow. That's that's a really good choice. Yeah, yeah you mm, dropping the ball. <laughs> Alrighty. Then last but not least, here we got my five fave actors and actresses. We have number five, Sorsha Ronan, for her comedic timing and excellent delivery to see how they run. Uh Tony Dalton, a great accent. Uh Tony Dalton from Better Call Saul. He was the Hispanic he was Mr. Mustache with a big beautiful smile. Where he Oh is... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him and dating guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot the character he played, and I'm sorry. Not Nacho. Not Nacho. I forgot who he played. While you're thinking of that, uh Will Arnett for the the great comedic just comedy for Murderville. Uh, Jeremy Allen White for his performance on The Bear. And Ralph Finnis. Phineas? Find Phineas? I'm so sorry, man. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Ralph. Uh, from The Menu. Damn, Brian's going through it. He's not going to be able to sleep now. I, I keep seeing him smile at me. Yeah, that that he has such a good smile. Like, you, like he's the one where, like, if he's smiling at you, he's probably going to kill you. And that's the that's the most horrifying thing. I mean, I can look I it up, Brian. Like, I'm gonna have to look it up quickly. You look it up and you give me a hint. All right. Um, um, only one. Now I get three chances, and then you tell me. Like, like last name, first name, or whatever like, what do you... hint you want to give me. I'm gonna guess. His oh my god! How did I forget this name? His last name is Salamanca. I know that part. That didn't oh. help me in any way. Okay. Well, his first name starts with the letter L. That's it. I'm just gonna outro now. Keep going with the show. We we ran through all the lists. That was that is our favorite stuff from 2022. Good thing we did it four months after. It won't be like that next time. An L? Yeah. Luca. No. But also a fantastic film. If you guys haven't seen Luca, great family film. Really funny. Lalo. Good job. It took him a bit. I think the Luca was... Where'd he go? He just leaves? Okay. I guess that was his uh, mic drop. Yeah, his mic drop. It was Lalo. Imagine him just throwing his like mic arm across the room after he got to the right. I was actually uh, afraid because I thought he was going to get up and not have pants on again. Yeah, and I'm going to have to blur it. All right. Nice. All right. Well, that is it. People, I hope you guys enjoyed. I, I mean, I thought it was going to be a small, uh, shorter episode, but we're here with two hours like nor- as normal. Uh, thank you guys for watching, listening. We'll be back. Ooh, I don't know if it's going to be next week yet. I guess we'll try. To, we'll, sh- we'll shoot for his recording next week. Yeah, we'll shoot for that. We'll see what happens. See you then.